0: Hello and welcome to Evolve Pipedrive Podcast, which will talk all things drive, Sales, Apps, and the Pipedrive Marketplace. My name is Bruce Bigel, I'm the Sales Director here at Evolve. And today it's my pleasure to be joined by Stephen Brennan, the Partnership Manager at Leadfeeder for EMEA. Leadfeeder is a website visitor analytics software that shows you the companies that are visiting your website and how they got there, what pages they clicked. Now I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Stephen for a couple of reasons. One, Stephen has been posting on LinkedIn recently about his work from home routine and this is something I'm really working on at the moment. As I've spoke to Stephen about this, I'm currently standing up uh, for the first time uh, using a stand-up desk and recording this podcast standing up. Um, so if you hear some creaks, that's just my floorboard. Uh, and two, I get so many questions from customers and all prospects asking me about lead gen, ABM, account-based marketing, and sales intelligence tools. So I'm sure... Anyone that's uh, been speaking to me recently, I'll recommend this uh, conversation because I'm sure we're gonna get some really great insights in this. Plus, Leadfeeder is on the part job Marketplace, ready for you to try in the links in the description below. Stephen, welcome. Uh, please can you introduce yourself and lead feeder to our audience, please?
1: Yeah, of course. So, um, Stephen, uh, I'm a manager, as you mentioned. Uh, so I look after all of our agencies globally, Uh, mainly focusing in in EMEA, so we have over 650 agencies that uh, me and the team look after. So enabling them to implement uh, Leadfeeder for themselves or their clients and helping them get the most out of the platform, as well as utilizing the data as well as part of their marketing strategies and sales strategies as well. I also work with clients that are leveraging uh, Leadfeeder as well and sharing how our intent data can empower their sales engine as well as review and um, prove their marketing function as well
0: nice and a little bit about lead feeder. So lead feeder so uh, we spoke about this uh before but a lot of uh, our listeners are already on pipe drive or considering the switch um and they if you're already on pipe drive and using some of the uh the functionality like the leads inbox you may have seen some of the data right for, from lead feeder
1: exactly so we actually power that function uh, within pipe drive so we're giving a lot of the core cool, um, features and um, data and powering that function within pipe drive so that's a good initial intro into the world of b2b intent data uh, yeah. before actually leveraging our full tool uh, and all of the additional features that come with that
0: yeah nice yeah and it's um yeah it's, it's so powerful when you start getting into it that the the, uh, the inbox. box not the leads inbox is uh, where your leads might end up, but the, the prospecting tool is where, the, where the, you'll find this data. So, tell me a little bit about Lead Feeder itself. How's it? I think HQ's in Helsinki, um, quite near the, just across the uh, Estonian River, um, uh, where Estonia, where Pipe Drive's based, right? So, it's, it's pretty close by. But, what's the um, kind of the, the setup of the company? Is it very sales led? Is it very uh, product led? Developers, what's the kind of makeup of the, of the team there?
1: Yeah, of course. So this is uh, recently just changed as we've gone through a merger with Echobot. So the team has actually doubled in size. So we're uh, just under about 150 employees on the lead feeder side and just shy of that on the Echobot side, but it's constantly changing. If uh, I'm sure someone uh, will mention this. So we've got a few extra by the end of the day. Uh, yeah. so it's been a really exciting time. A uh, really good mix of uh, products development uh, and sales uh, as well. Um, also, we have a mix of um, working within the office. So we have six offices globally, and then we also have a remote team stretching as far as India and down to Argentina as well. So uh, very wide mix of where, where our employees are actually based.
0: Oh, wow. And is that is that are they similar? So if you go to Argentina or, or, or India, are they kind of partnerships, kind of sales teams, in, in those regions is, is that what
1: so the person I actually mentioned from India they sit within our marketing team and yeah. the person actually in Argentina sits within our customer success team so it, all the different functions can be widely spread um, we are a remote first company and have been pretty much from uh, the start at least over seven years and, and the company's been going for over 10 and um, so we've always been a remote first company and uh, kind of Use that as a way of driving the company forward as well, and something that will continue even with our virtual with EchoBox.
0: Yeah, nice. So, from from a from a business standpoint, with this being remote first, with the team being you know so dispersed, what what does a, a across the across the globe, what does a typical customer look like for you? What what is the lead feeder, you know, ICP?
1: Yeah, of course. So um, we do focus on small to to medium businesses, but we do have the ability, especially with our pricing model, and how it's structured to be able to work with smaller organizations. I've seen accounts come on that have just been maybe one or two um, sales uh, people within the organization and just starting out all the way up to, to enterprise. I would say for core for us, where we see a lot of success is they at least have a marketing function. Um, in and normally five um, kind of um, sales users that end up is where we would see our typical bread and butter. Uh, Regions uh, that we focus on, we do have um, kind of focus within our homegrown regions. So that will be within the Nordic and now also with Echobots within DAC. uh, But we also have a good focus within the UK, mainland Europe. Uh, The US is also a very strong market for us and uh, across Asia but the platform uh, does have a, a wide reach uh, across the globe as well. Uh, it'll just have uh, better data quality in some of those core regions that we focus uh, on. And the tool is only really for B2B organizations uh, yeah. as well, just due to the nature of how the track works and the data that we uh, present as well.
0: Yeah, understood. You mentioned there about the kind of, if you've got, a marketing person and/or a sales team of five—you know, kind of yeah. at the at the embers or the, the start of uh, when you might look to usually feed it all the way up to enterprise. Who should who should be championing something like this internally? Is is it the sales manager? Is it the uh, the sales superstar the individual, or is it a the marketing team to get more data to allow them to run more specialized campaigns? How wh- wh- where does, where do you see that working best? I would say
1: the tool um, probably in the day-to-day activity actually sits with sales Um, so you will see a lot of the main users um, as sales individuals within the platform and also as well I would like to see um, especially when dealing with clients uh, their sales champion really kind of coming on understanding the full breadth of what the tool can do and driving the strategy I see a lot of success when they fully understand how to utilize our data to help uh, improve their internal processes, whether that is just uh, reviewing the lead quality that marketing is sending and being able to align better with that, or using the data in their personalization and outreach, or helping them with their prioritisation of leads and when to reach out and making sure it's in a timely manner. Uh, but one thing that we always see within tech, within organisations, that marketing do tend be involved in the process. And we also do have a really strong uh, marketing use case for the platform as well, that we're able to understand the quality of leads that they're bringing in, the relevancy of them in line with the organizations, their ICP and uh, being able to actually uh, look into their campaigns as well. And then also, uh, if they are struggling to convert them into filling in a form, they can still at least pass these leads across the sales where they can then really get looking in a lot earlier on than what they would be able to without a tool like ours, where they would have to wait for that form submission to be able to then understand and, and reach out to these individuals.
0: Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's a really good point. I always think of any tool like this if you, instead of them competing against each other, right, they're on the same bloody team, sales and marketing. Yeah. But uh, they, they should be able to, if you can share data between each other and or, so if if you know what the marketing campaign, if you know what the company's marketing campaigns are going to be for the next quarter, that can then align your sales activities for that quarter as, as well. Um, I really like your, your point there about if they're just not filling out the form, we'll get the guy on the phone to, guys or girls on the phone to give them a bell. Um, and just understand what, where the, you know where they are in their buying journey, or whatever it might be. Um, so it's really a twinned approach, but mainly the sales guys would come in and say, "Look, we we need something." Um, that, that's what you, that's what you see.
1: Yeah, I would say that um, it's normally the pain point that's felt by sales that they're either um, kind of moving into an inbound um, lead approach and they want a tool like this to just kick that off, or it might be that they're already struggling with uh, inbound leads. And uh, they're not just quite getting enough leads for, for marketing or they don't know, or it might be on the flip side. They might actually have a large volume of leads that are coming through and they're struggling More to understand them where them. to spend their time yeah, where to spend yeah. the time and where to focus. And um, that, that's definitely a, a good use case for the platform as well.
0: So what, why do you see people choose lead feeder over, you know, other, you know, similar uh, tools on the market?
1: Yeah, of course. So um, as you might have seen from uh, the demo that we've uh, posted uh, below, the usability of the actual platform is something that we hear a lot. So the ability to be able to go into the platform and pick it up quite quickly, uh, everything is is well laid out and and structured. Uh, We have a, a wide reach, as mentioned earlier, across the globe as far as data quality. Um, We also have the ability to integrate with a lot of leading CRM systems, which, uh, again, if you have a look through uh, the demo we did earlier, allows you to then sync in the data such as Pipedrive and be able to then pass our data into the Pipedrive system or be able to see the pipe information within um, lead feeder, such as um, look at all of your own accounts of your sales individual or be able to understand um, if someone within uh, later within your sales uh, process is now coming back to the site or things like
0: that. Nice and what would you, you mentioned earlier about the, the Echo Dot uh, acquisition so we're, we're talking September of 2022 uh, obviously that that was quite recent does that affect the roadmap obviously you showed me some um new functionality in terms of like the custom fields from within lead feed have been able to be updated within pipe drive what does the roadmap look like for, for the for the for the platform and what you yeah, can?
1: yeah it's, it's it's a really exciting time especially after the merger meant that there was uh, a lot of investment a lot uh further growth in, in employees across the board and also the emerger merger of two great technologies so where LeadFeeder um, has all of its uh, great ability to understand the intent. Mm-hmm. Echobot has the ability to be able to find those exact contacts at the organisation quickly. We also have the ability to then search organisations and build up um, as a uh, target list, um, so a look audience do that. So that's through the mm-hmm. connect and, and target features uh, within Echobot. So we'll definitely start to see as we merge the two technologies and get the best of both Uh, those sorts of uh, functions coming in. So uh, what that will particularly look like, we're not sure, but uh, as far as um, hopefully being able to see those leads coming in, then someone within sales being able to look at the contacts, pull that contact through, have that passed into the CRM and then be able to target accordingly in a very fast manner will definitely save that time from uh, having to do further research, further due diligence. You'll have that contact. You'll able to get straight into that prospecting feature. And, and lots more to come. There's lots of exciting things that we're talking about at the moment for that go-to-market strategy, hopefully early in next year.
0: Yeah, I can see on the right smile you are excited about uh, <laughs> about what, what, what what's down the pipe. In terms of... You, you, you know you said a part of your role is actually being a consultant to help people kind of design how to you know implement lead feeder and and whatever else what does having you know that merger bring bring to that role as well does it just give you more tools like what does what does that bring as like into individually what do you think that will bring to your kind of role
1: yeah, of course. So it'll give a wider range of products. Uh, so, definitely in that sense, it will be a lot to learn on my side and then a lot to teach uh, coming from that. Um, it will also improve in areas as well. So, overall, uh, it's going to further um, build on our database. Um, so, it'll give us abilities to try out new strategies and power some of our more colder outreach strategies, empower our ABM tools that we've got uh, built out uh, as well. So there'll be a lot more um, touch points of where we can really affect both sales and marketing, I'd say from the sales standpoint of making sure that they have the the right contacts at the right time and can move quickly through the process. And through marketing, being able to have the right targets, the right data, um, so that they are again, being able to um, be helping and be able to convert at a higher rate.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, so LeadFeeder and Pipedrive, um, what's your experience of the two systems and how how do they integrate?
1: Yeah, of course. So where actually Pipedrive uses here at LeadFeeder, so my day-to-day is in the Pipedrive system, using the CRM. And uh, we have a native two-way integration with Pipedrive, and it's been a long-standing relationship with the as over uh, Pipedrive, as you mentioned earlier, a short uh, boat trip. And uh, with the, the rest of the team have definitely done that uh, over time, which is great. Yeah. Um, so what that enables you to do, uh, as mentioned, and, and definitely gone into detail in the demonstration, is have uh, our data filter into the product drive system and enrich that data so that the sales team can use the data for personalization and making sure that they are reaching out at the right times with the right information rather than more of a generic approach. And we, I'm sure if we quickly opened up either of our inboxes, we would see those um, kind of emails that are coming through, that are unpersonalized, very top level of what an organization can offer versus something that's empowered by intent data where someone's able to understand the pain point, what they're researching, where that time is truly really been sent, uh, spent on your website, and then use that information within that outreach. So you can start to talk about not just your overall offering, but that particular solution to a problem. Um, so that's where, as I say, uh, definitely helps and it advances and enriches uh, the data that you would have in Pipedrive. And then also the Pipedrive information helps us deliver a better Uh, filters within the lead feeder system, such as being able to filter if they're in your CRM or not already, so data known to you, not known to you, uh, if they're in a particular lead status, if they're in a particular deal stage, all of these things that can then be used for our automation to, again, pass a task back or an action back into uh pipe drive or it might be to uh, use the tags that we've gone into a little bit within the demonstration to then trigger automation within the pipe drive system. So they work seamlessly together and it kind of allows for a lot of new exciting things that both sales and marketing can benefit from.
0: Yeah it was quite nice. I was pleasantly surprised by the um the UI where you know everything you would want to do from within lead feeder in pipe drive you, you could do, right? In terms of okay well, this is uh, they've taken this action, they've landed on my website with this intent, they've clicked this link. Great, let's create a let's assign this person to so as a sales manager, you can then assign that person to one of your sales um, team members, andor uh, you can you know create a deal, create a lead, and, and all, all those things just that kind of perfect to async, you know, versus having to then copy and paste that and put it elsewhere. So, yeah, really, really nice. Um, so. As as we kind of look look to wrap this up a little bit, what what's your your journey to? You mentioned, uh, well, you, you've kind of been on your own journey, right? So in in terms of uh, recent promotion to to partner, partnership manager, how, how did you end up even working at Leadfeeder? What was what was your story to get get to this space now?
1: Yeah, of course, I was working at a uh, digital agency. Um, And during that time, one of my roles outside of just being a strategist for a lot of my clients and also working as an account manager there was managing the tech stack of the agency. So that gave me a really good look into uh, how that partnership relationship worked, what that looked like, how they could help. And that really excited me about uh, being able to actually dig deep into the tech, understand it, and then be able to not just be able to teach other people how to use it, but then look at the wider strategies outside of that as well. Um, So that was where uh, an opportunity came to uh, join Leadfeeder and and be able to kind of uh, flip the tables and sit on the uh, other side. Um, So I really enjoyed uh, that opportunity and being able to say, get deep into the actual tech itself, understand where it's going, how it's going to shape the world of, of sales and marketing moving forward and uh, be able to explore and change that well bring that to uh, the agencies that I work with so uh, it's been a really good journey so far one that's uh, a year and three months in uh, and uh, already a lot of exciting things have happened we've seen uh, new add-on products uh, that we will uh, not have time to go into today uh, mainly just sticking to web visitors and a merger uh, that is going to help us go to new lengths as well so it's been a really exciting journey and getting more into the world of uh, remote working, as we mentioned earlier, Leadfeeder obviously has spent um, many years uh, perfecting the way of uh, remote working and then also ways of being able to build a really good um community within the organization as well uh, and uh, really good ethos. so um there's been some great things that uh, i just wouldn't have expected from a remote company and uh, we also have um things like uh, we meet up twice a year as a whole organization so we're going to be doing that uh, again in October, which is going to bring uh, together not just the lead the side of things, but EchoBot as well. Oh, uh, so get to meet all of those uh, new faces, get to understand uh, the roles of everyone in the organization, also get to benefit from all of those cultural elements as well. So being able to meet people from all over the globe and uh, yeah. Their backgrounds and how that shapes the way that they work as well.
0: So, so, so that that is that's been like a um, yes. You work remotely, but the, the, you know the, the heads of the business have tried to get everyone together twice a year, wherever they are. Is it is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a really good way of just, even though we see each other all the time over video calls and we're in uh, Not on Slack all, all yeah. on, on Slack all the time and uh, communicating. We feel like we know each other, but until you actually get uh, in the flesh, it, it's a completely different experience
0: yeah the um the slack gifts is one thing but seeing someone in, in person is is, a, is another um, exactly exactly <laughs> um so in terms of some quick fire questions obviously uh, they're quick questions but they can be long form answers uh, in terms of highlights of lead feeder what's your favorite use case that you've seen um, someone use, use the platform for
1: yeah of course so uh, one of the things that i really like uh, coming from more of a a marketing background has been the abm uh, campaigns that a lot of people have been building so uh, the main reason why i really like those is there's a really kind of long built out strategy that is then coming together with our platform to enable it to work so uh, the leaf reader platform is being used to track at the touch points of those particular abm strategies whether it's uh, something that the sales team is initiating or something that marketing is doing as far as retargeting and trying to re-engage those accounts all of that is being tracked uh, within lead feeder. so uh, normally uh, companies are using either custom feed to be able to implement each of those company names to then bring them into a particular um, account and then they will also track all of those additional touch points send that back into Uh, the CRM uh, with further actions, and then they'll see how those actions are working coming back, and they will probably likely use um, either their own BI tool or use uh, Google Data Studios, so we integrate with uh, Google Data Studios, um, so they will um, be able to use that data to fully uh, put in a view of all of those uh, journeys going through those abm uh, based campaigns. So it's really exciting to see uh, some of the new tactics, whether that's online, offline, all of those different things that companies are doing and being able to fully attribute that using our, our company matching uh, intent.
0: Yeah, I mean, previously it was so hard to, so you might have your list of 50 or 100 target accounts for the year, but it's actually really hard from a sales and or marketing standpoint to say, what what's been done against that right, or how close are we? Or the only real measure was, you know, have you got any meetings booked with anyone there? Um, versus exactly. you can have some of the groundwork that's going in behind it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the texts are allowing you to get a bit more under the you know behind the curtain so to speak
1: yeah it's, one example is um, getting on a call with a client after they've put in one of those particular campaigns and one of their key accounts has been back on the site and they might have done a particular action such as like an event or a big call mm. and then they've said we've actually been able to see them come back to the site and look at the things that we wanted them to and they're getting all excited about the fact that this tactic is really working and it's kind of a warm feeling to be able to be a part of that to see that their, their tactic, their time, energy, strategy, money is actually working and uh, getting the right results.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's super, super important. So in, in terms of top tips for, for a big beginner using the platform or and for a season pro, what would you say if someone's just starting out with lead feeder? Um, obviously, if they followed the, the description below, there's an extended trial. But if people just getting started, and all those that want to get more from, from their use, what would you say to, to those?
1: Yeah, so um, definitely when you first come onto the platform, you might not uh, have any integrations that you're looking to put in at this moment in time. So you'll just be starting off uh, with the lead feeder platform. Um, you've potentially potentially, uh, well, once you've got the tracker all, all set up and you've got the data coming in, I would just put time aside to start looking through the types of organizations that uh, you're attracting to the site, spend time looking at filtering them by tags that you apply so that you can understand the ways of how you potentially Looking to uh, filter those and, and what sort of organisations are coming in, and I would probably put a toe in the water a little bit with our custom feed. So a custom feed is the way of filtering the data, and maybe just building out uh, one that's based on your ideal customer profile, so size of organisation, so the employee count, and maybe splitting out by region. So the individual, if you've got a sales team that look after particular
0: regions, maybe filtering by that just to start. Um, and would, you have, maybe- like, would you say do that for the, so it sounds like, make sense of the data that's coming in, right? <laughs> yes. So would you say spend two, four weeks or longer, just let, let or maybe two months even, I don't know, but let the data come in and and then just make sense of it?
1: Yeah, exactly. That is definitely the first thing to do is is just understand the data that's coming in, how to utilize the data as well. So looking at what people are looking at on the sites and um, thinking about the touch points that you might want to make off the back of it. So what's the what, what are you going to do? Are you going to reach out straight away or are you going to have more of, um, a kind of sequence to the way that you go about these things and really just starting to understand what the data means to you and how you're going to potentially leverage it um, once it arrives in as well so really getting comfortable with that and, and starting to think about um, I'd say what your processes might be and we also have customer success managers for accounts that can support in those areas and um, I say maybe tip, put in a small toe in the water with one simple and feed of looking at uh, regions. So, just splitting up So of sales team if they look at different regions yeah. of that, and maybe potentially looking at um, size of organizations. Um, but that would be the f- first uh, approach for someone that's just getting familiar and started. Um, And then if we look at more moving into when people get more comfortable with the platform and they've started to understand their process a little bit more, it is bringing in uh, that integration so that they can align the data with what's in the CRM. They can start to look at more complex filter options, such as uh, crossing the data off with what they have in the system with other actions, so that it might be they have a criteria that someone needs to see, particular set of pages and a number of visits before uh, any action happens and and creating those actions. So it would be starting to understand uh, what uh, things they would like to happen um, by a particular visitor before an action happens, uh, either in the CRM or using one of our feed feeder um, actions such as assigning it across or maybe setting up a follow notification. So really exploring that, then they can start to look at more advanced things like importing uh, a list of maybe it's an ABM list or it might be exporting from sales Nav a prospect list from a sales user and, and putting that in is a great way of uh, moving more into that kind of pro user. And uh, then from there, there's lots of great things that you can start to to do, such as creating reports using using Google Data Studios. You could start to build out more of a lead scoring system uh, within the platform. So using those different touch points and give a basic tag and then upgrade that tag as they start to move through your lead scoring system. It might be using our data for retargeting campaigns from a marketing standpoint, or it might be then starting to grow through our other product offerings. So, uh, don't want to touch too much on them, but looking at uh, things like our... Um, we have a GA connector, which allows you to pass our data into Google Analytics. From there, it can be used to create custom... well, it's created into custom dimensions, you can then pass that into any system that Google uh, integrates with such as Google Ads, so that you only serve ads to, um, let's say, certain industries, or only to B two B if you're a uh, B two B and B two C site, which you wouldn't be able to split out without our data being passed, and that would optimise uh, your spend. So there's lots of things that you can then start to to look at. In that sense, there's uh, we also have other APIs that allow you to do web personalization. So th- there's lots of ways you can advance just beyond at the wordpress tool uh, once you grow uh, within the leaffeeder ecosystem
0: yeah nice very very cool from a uh, pipe drive uh, or, or, as a pipe drive user are there any pipe drive feature requests that you would like to see?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that uh, I would like and that I've seen a lot of requests come through is potentially looking at the Pipedrive uh, campaign. So uh, having the ability to bring that data into our platform is definitely something that uh, has been requested uh, and looked at as well. And um, that's that's definitely something that's exciting and, and hopefully maybe something that we'll see uh, in the
0: future. And, then if you, and that, uh, talking about that, that's Pipedrive's new um, Functionality with campaigns, you know, so uh, um, emails out uh, at scale, um, all handled within Pipe Drive.
1: Yes, yeah, that that's one uh, particular area. Um, And there's definitely things that we could look at as well as and, and might be included in uh, our merger with Echquart, such as being able to pass uh, contact data into um, the Pipedrive CRM uh, might be something that would be uh, possible and, and seamless. So rather than having to spend time uh, sharing that data, then we could just if you within our uh, phone book element that you will see um, kind of that we have uh, within the section. So contact element within uh, lead reader, then you being able to share that directly across uh, to your uh, drive instance. That's something that's definitely, um, I've thought would be good and, and and I've seen those requests come through as well. So something that we're definitely looking to explore potentially in the future.
0: Yeah, nice. It's those incremental one, 1% gains. Uh, yes. Is there anything Absolutely. else that you'd like to cover before we finish off here, Stephen?
1: Yeah, maybe the uh, only thing that I've maybe not touched upon um, potentially is looking at the two user cases. So we talked a lot about uh, kind of sales and, and marketing combined, but maybe just uh, splitting them out a little bit. So uh, one of the things that um, from a sales standpoint, it is, um, there's two different ways of how I see a lot of sales users look at uh, the lead feeder platform and the data that comes in. One being from that, uh, a lot of their time is spent outside of actually selling. So one thing that allows uh, them to do is start to actually Rather than spend time researching, building up that prospect list, they're able to have that done by our system, be able to have a group of leads that are, have intent rather than being completely cold yeah. and they know where to target. It's also giving them that personalization um, because you can see that intent and be able to bring that into your outreach, and we have quick links to be able to jump into. Like LinkedIn will pass that directly into Proud Drive so that they can then continue their normal process from that activity-led system in, in Proud Drive and, and get straight into to that prospecting. Also, on the other side for sales, before we go over to the marketing side, they're able to see the uh, effects they're having on the sales cycle as well. They're able to see if their leads or deals are coming back to the site. They're able to understand where to prioritize their time as well so if a particular lead they've reached out a number of time number of touch points nothing's happening but there's another lead that's coming back to the site really engaged they know that to kind of change tack and, and maybe spend extra time on that particular opportunity and, and maybe less uh, on on another so those are kind of the two different viewpoints that uh, i see from the sales standpoint of where they can see high conversions and also reduce the time uh, spent on other activities that when they can just focus on sales. Whereas, uh, marketing, when using the platform and using the data, they can use it as an attribution uh, standpoint. So, understanding the efficiencies of their marketing, what's working, what's not, uh, use that to guide them in where they focus their time, whether that's which channels they use, um, which types of content that's working well with uh, kind of the ICP, things like that. Um, so that helps them really hone down on uh, the marketing activity, where to point their spend uh, and what's working, what's not. And so from an attribution standpoint, works really well. Also, a lot of MarTech does that at contact level, so misses out a lot of touch points uh, that wouldn't be seen using an IP based uh, platform like ours. And then the other side of marketing that they're able to help with that lead gen, be able to pass um, further leads through to sales that uh, would have to wait till they were maybe more qualified so that they can bring sales into the process earlier on, be able to pass those leads that may be coming through from paid channels and just not converted but are a really good fit for the organisation uh, is normally where we see uh, a lot of early adoptions from, from users uh, as well and also then being able to use the data that they have so seeing actually which companies are coming through to the site and how they can retarget them how they can nurture them uh, what tactics can they use and using the data to actually implement those as well
0: yeah that's great and i'm I'm glad you mentioned that at at the end because we briefly put our toe in the water in terms of sales and or marketing right so um i'm glad we got a nice answer to that um well stephen thanks so much for your time really really appreciate it um we have had a demo together, so we'll have the links in the description below. But if you want a, your own personal demo, I'm sure you can reach out to steven personally on LinkedIn. Uh, we've also got a an extended trial in the links uh, in, in the description below. So typically, it's a 14 day In the uh, link below, you've got a 21 day trial of Lead Feeder. So do give that a, uh, a go. And again, thanks again, uh, steven This has been the Evolved Pipe Drive podcast, where we talk all things Pipe Drive, sales, apps,
1: and the Pipe Drive Marketplace.